In this episode, Ken Grubbs and I discuss the state of the indoor air quality conversation in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. And on a personal note, on behalf of Ken and myself, if you or anyone in your family is sick or experiencing unemployment, our hearts go out to you and we wish you a speedy recovery. So, wow, Ken, what a crazy couple of weeks, huh? <laughs> the what? thing that one of the things that's so funny about it to me though is it changes almost daily now in other words yeah okay we can talk about all the funny things going on right now but tomorrow it might be a different conversation it, it, it's evolving quickly and i'll tell you what there's no better time honestly uh, to be in this position knowing what we know in indoor air quality and what we've been teaching now for a couple of years and on all our reps uh, and our distributors that have been involved and all our contractors that have been involved, all the straight, I mean, wow. Now it's like we had a, it's like we had a crystal ball, uh, uh, two years ago or a year ago, and we've just been preparing for this. It's like we had advanced knowledge, um, uh, and, and the world just suddenly caught up because that's, that's what's happening right now. We've been having this conversation. This is just another day that ends in Y to you and me. We've been doing this yeah. a long time yeah. now. And yeah. now, now the world's paying attention. That's and, exactly right. And, and exponentially so because most everyone is home listening on podcasts, watching more TV, right? right. And, uh, and, and it's just going to have, this conversation is not going to go away anytime soon. And any, if anything, it's a catalyst to propel all, all of our knowledge forward, right? And I think that's the important way to look at it because there's going to probably be a lot of, of, uh, of clever uh, people who want to take advantage in the short term of this situation. And that's not what we're doing or talking about. This is our lives. We've been doing this for a while. Uh, it's just a timing function for us. We're in this for the long haul. Yeah. And, you know, um, like you said, things are just changing on a daily basis. Uh, here in New York State, as of eight o'clock last night, we're actually, New York is on pause, quote unquote. So we're all supposed to stay home. Uh, not travel anywhere. I mean, essential businesses are open and I think our tradesmen are allowed to go to homes. They um, are. Yep. Um, and um, so the thing I want to stress to everybody is, you know, don't be afraid to go outside. I mean, fresh air is a solution, you know, to critically important anxiety, stress, take a walk, bundle up. If it's cold, don't, don't yep. forget to go. You can go outside smartly. Yep. Oh, uh, in New York, we're allowed to go out for, um, you know, for exercise. If you just, again, keep your six foot difference. If you're passing somebody yep. on a trail somewhere, you know, obviously don't walk through anybody's sneezes or coughs. Uh, but I, I just think it's so important. People think that they're, they're they have to be bottled up inside the house and get cabin. No, and there. it's not, this isn't martial law. No, this isn't martial no, law. There's no, no, I don't even know what the consequences are. And I don't even know who the go outdoors police would be. So we're absolutely encouraged to go outside. Like you said, just be smart about it. Uh, yep. Small numbers, six feet distance, don't sneeze on anybody. But we know fresh air is critically important. It's one of the things we talk about every day is how important fresh air is. All the time. And it's, it's funny because, you know, in our training sessions, we always talk about that EPA statistic. We spend 90% of our times indoors. Well, guess what? It's even more guess than what? that now. Guess what? <laughs> and for those who got outside more often than most, they're stuck inside now as well. It's almost ironic in a way that we've been talking about mm -hmm. indoor air quality for years. And now more than ever, it's important because there's so many more people spending so many more hours indoors. Right. And, um, you know, 
with that lack of fresh air coming into the house through you know natural air exchange because our you know home our homes are so well insulated this day and age mm -hmm. and so tight seriously don't be afraid to open the windows mm -hmm. air the house out if mm -hmm. you have someone that's sick in the house obviously give them their own corner of the house or floor of the house that's fine uh, you know don't be don't be afraid to open the darn window it actually there's right. studies that show that fresh air through dilution actually keep the pathogens from spreading actually more. right absolutely so yeah just a message to everybody really don't be afraid to go outside get some exercise it'll reduce your For stress sure. get rid of the cabin yep. fever um yep. you know it's it, the fresh air is free enjoy it get out enjoy the sun if it's sunny and it, and um, it is going to help with the stress and then and unfortunately there's a lot of people going through a lot of stress with all this there's no doubt about that and exercise and fresh airs will help dramatically with that yeah and you know obviously to all our uh all our training partners, you know, just to keep in mind, remind everybody of our, our, of our strategies that we talk about all the time, whole home solutions. You know, there are ways if you can't open the windows uh, during allergy season or extreme weather, you know, there are mechanical means through ERVs and HRVs, those recovery ventilators that can bring the fresh air in. Talk about that. You know, there is a way to get fresh air in the house. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, on top of fresh air is filtration, right? We can't forget about filtration. That That's message right. people should be carrying more so than ever before. You know, half our homes in the country have one inch air filters. Right. And, you know, the message there should be, hey, if you got a one inch air filter, you've got room for improvement, right? You've got lots of room for improvement. <laughs> and, and again, you know, this is old news for you and me. We've been talking about it forever. But I think when people think about their air quality, sometimes all they think about is the filter in their house. And, and you and I know that there's, what well, we just mentioned, the fresh air aspect to it, of course. Then there's also the humidity or lack of humidity mm -hmm. that's critically important to pathogens and how, they, mm -hmm. how long they can live. There's air purification products, which are another function completely separate from filtration. And then, of course, there's filtration, which obviously there are exponentially better uh, uh, filtration products in the world than just the one inch filter that's in your house now. So it's, it's not just filtration. It truly yeah. is a comprehensive uh, a looping of all these different uh, devices that are available that really make a huge difference. There are. And I think what we find is in most, a lot of cases, contractors actually have a hard time translating the terms that we're used to seeing in our trade. They, they do. You know, and, and my mom on a mission, honestly, myself, Ken, is to actually take what we know and, and put it in plain speak or colloquial type language for homeowners and everybody, you know, even people listening right now, you know, we have a filter rating system called MERV, you know, minimum efficiency reporting value. And you know what? Most, most people could care less about who MERV is or what he does. <laughs> and what I'd like to tell, you know, tell everybody is, listen, it's a scale from one to 16 right? And those little one inch air filters you might have right now in your furnace are probably at best, you know, a MERV 4. Sometimes you can get a pleated one inch filter that might be a MERV 8. Or if you go to a big box hardware store, you're at best, you're going to get a MERV 8. That's way halfway up the scale. And it's not really doing a lot for your no. equipment or the air you're breathing, right? No. So, so we can go back to that conversation. Look, you know, if you got a one inch filter and you want to do better, there's media air cleaners. Those are the wider uh, media air cleaners that are deep pleats, right? They're usually MERV 11 or higher. Not too bad of an installation to get in there, but instantly uh, with a little bit of money can help you breathe a little bit better as far as filtration goes, right? Huge difference, huge difference in a deep pleated filter. And if, you, if somebody doesn't know what that is, just, just look it up. Media filter or deep pleated filter um, provides with 
literally yards and yards more of filtration material in the process that's going to that's going to help your home and that's and even that one's not a huge investment yeah it isn't and then honestly from uh, you know if people want something even more and obviously you can only get so much in an air filter before you start taxing the airflow on a, on a mechanical system most of us know that Correct. on this side in this side of the, uh, you know the trade but you know there are hospital grade medical grade filters that we can still get in, put in place in our homes for home whole home solution and they're called hepa filters and again i think people have a hard time with the you know the term hepa it's right you know, so how would I explain to somebody what a HEPA is? You, all you have to say is that, hey, it's hospital grade or medical grade filter. Just call it hospital grade filter. Yeah. It's the best of the best of the best. It's available for everybody's home. You know, none of these things are free and there's always going to be a good, better, best kind of a range of solution depending on how much you want to spend on these things. But what could be more important right now? What could be more right. important to fight bacteria and viruses? And what could be more important given that your family is spending more time indoors than they ever have before? So these solutions need to be talked about, need to be considered. I can't think of a more important thing to, to consider for a family expense than to vastly improve the quality of the air that you're breathing. Yeah, and how many times have you heard over the past two weeks how viruses are actually transmitted, right? Through aerosolized you know, coughs and sneezes, what happens to that, right? And that's why we're keeping a safe distance from other people. And yep. you know, filtration is certainly a piece of that that can help with those. And that's the difference between, you know, when we say hospital grade filter, you start getting up to that set MERVs actually 17 and higher, where we can start capturing some, some of those respiratory, we call droplets. So just so people know what, what we mean when we say HEPA or hospital grade filter. Sure. And then as you alluded to, you know, okay, you could take filtration so far, then what do you look at? You look at purifiers, right? Actual yes. kind of purifiers. And there's yes. a gazillion of them on a market. And as you know, uh, you know, in our training uh, for folks out there, what we try to say is, you know, make sure you're looking at devices that can treat all three contaminants, which are your germs, your odors, and your particulates, right? Make sure you get a device that can treat all three or, or be used in conjunction with your filter that you might have just upgraded, right? And right. And also the really, you know, I would say uh, legitimate ones, not only just clean the air, but they clean surface contaminants. And how many times over the past few weeks have you heard about surface contaminants? Surface contaminants and how long various organisms can live on them. Yes, absolutely. So again, you touch on that again for a second. There's the, there's the three, right? Particulates, odors. Go ahead and run down those three things that we should pay attention to. Keep it in mind, you could just remember GOP and have fun with it. Germs, odors, and particulates. That's right. how I always right. uh, remember right. how people remember it. So. And so there are some devices then, right, that, that literally send out you know, little goodies into the air that are going to treat those devices. I, I'm sorry, treat those organisms are. that are living on surfaces. Yeah, and in technical terms, you might hear technicians say, you know, friendly oxidizers or friendly air scrubbers. So we utilize the air distribution system to actually put those air scrubbers in place, which, um, you know, again, uh, hydrogen peroxide, you might know of or have heard about the last couple of weeks as far as a, you know, uh, a germ killer. And some of those devices actually aerosolize hydrogen peroxide to go out amazing, and treat that air in those surfaces that we're all touching. So think of your remote control on your TV, mm -hmm. your keyboard, your phone, your doorknobs, mm -hmm. and just constantly washing them. So with these devices, think about that. You're constantly washing those surfaces. That's right. So finally, you know, after you get to, and, and, and again, that's a proactive type of, you know, approach, right? You're constantly washing something. And you mentioned it earlier, and I think this is a huge, huge area that's often overlooked, and that is humidity. And I'm glad you brought that up because it always reminds me, 
you know, you're, I'm, I'm up here in a northern climate and, you know, cold winter air is drier air. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we take that drier air and we take our furnace and we heat it up. Guess what? We dry it out even more. Even more. Even more. So, you know, if you have dry skin, scratchy mm-hmm. throats, static shocks in your home, um, bloody noses at times, if your air is dry and you are experiencing some, some, some of those symptoms, you might have dry air. So the simplest thing, get a hygrometer, call a heating and cooling professional, come in with their thermometer and their hygrometer, take a humidity uh, measurement. Don't get a cheap one either. The cheap ones don't work, I can tell you. <laughs> so get a decent <laughs> hygrometer if you want to know your baseline and where you're at. Most homes in northern climates, when they're running their heating systems and they don't have a humidifier running, we're at about 15 to 20% relative humidity. So let me put that in perspective just real quick. Germ, everybody knows that mold and, and bacteria like, you know, high humidity, right? Water is a source. They need water to grow, right? Everybody thinks in terms of, okay, high humidity, things like to grow. What is often overlooked, and we've been talking about humidity for years from a comfort standpoint, and this is where we're talking about changing the narrative, right? If, if the mm-hmm. humidity is in, in play and you have a whole house dehumidifier, a whole house humidifier, you're going to feel more comfortable, right? That's where the conversation always has. Now, right. What we try to train and, and get everybody to think in terms of is relative humidity directly impacts your health and what's going on in the air you're breathing. And let me, let me say this, germs not only grow in high humidity, actually viruses, enveloped viruses like the current one we're talking about and all the other strains thrive in humidity less than 40% relative humidity. Think about that for a second. Hmm. They thrive in it. Not only do they thrive in it, but if something gets aerosolized, that could travel floors. If you're a commercial application, that, that thing can get spread from floors, different parts of your house, they move. So if you can maintain relative humidity between 40 and 60% RH, that is ideal. Me personally, in my house, I usually go for 40 to 45%. Uh, Dust mites like 50% and above, and I'm highly allergic to dust mites myself. <laughs> so I keep it less than 50%. However, if it gets really cold outside, I don't want condensation on the window. So I got to, you know, drop it a little bit. So anyway, right, right, right. from a health standpoint, I can't stress it enough. You know, humidity in the air affects the prevalence, survival rates, and um, ineffectivity of airborne viruses and bacteria. Just remember that. It is extremely, extremely important um, to make sure if someone is sick in the house, um, you know, if you're sick, you're not comfortable, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. You know, it'll, it'll keep the germs at bay and anything that might get aerosolized by, by and there's studies on this. Anybody can look it up. Uh, but there's studies out there saying that, you know, humidity control is extremely important for our, for our, for our hygiene and our breathing air in the space. And again, and we're going to say this until we're blue in the face, but this is a, this is about changing the narrative. We've been talking about humidity for 25 years as it pertains to being comfortable and saving your furniture from drying out, things like that. That's not its most important role. Its most important role is keeping us healthy. And, and that's the changing of the narrative. Every, every device we're going to talk about, in fact, more than likely has a function or was, came into our world because of a comfort issue. Comfort is great, but like you just said, you're not comfortable if you're sick. And think about what our new favorite quote is, right? We've been losing, using it for the last couple of months. What's, oh, our, for what's, sure. our, what's our latest and greatest uh, uh, It's phrase? absolutely, and it's so important. We should be talking about this every single day. There is only one place in your entire life where you have control of the quality of the air that you breathe, and that's in your home. 
It's the only place. And again, now more than ever, because that's where we're all stuck for quite a while. The only place you can control the air that you breathe is in your home. So let's do it. Let's use some of these devices. Let's be smart about how we utilize them. And let's raise the level of the quality of the air that we breathe, because it's the only place you get to do it. So to all our training partners out there, keep up the good work. Um, just go forward, you know, with the message, uh, help folks out. No better time to help uh, our neighbors and our families out. Um, and if anybody would like more information, we've had a nice uh, website set up for everyone. It's been, been around a little while, and I think it's going to get more attention. But if you type into your favorite web browser, iaq.works, uh, you'll get a little uh, subscription screen. We're going to send along healthy uh, articles and brochures about everything we just talked about and then some. So if you're interested in more information, please see us at iaq.works. And you can find us on LinkedIn and on the web at kggconsulting.com. So thank you, everybody, for listening and tuning in with Ken and myself. We wish you well, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Talk soon.